Thank you. I am so excited to be talking to all of you because I think you're all very, very talented in your own right and very different ways as well. Thank That's you. Yeah. It is. It's because I kind of put you in. No. See, I don't like to, to put labels. To put I hate putting people in boxes. Well, I appreciate that. I hate. Like, I, like, to, like, it. It does because like, yeah. Because you have to find order. But with music, I don't think it's a healthy thing to do with music because good music is good music. Thank no matter what genre it's in. Um, but for this songwriter's round is around. For me, you're kind of classic country feel. Um, you're kind of a rock chick as well as... She's got some Eminem in her arms. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's rap and there's yeah. quite every, you've got everything going on. Yeah, I'm a little complicated. <laughs> I saw you live at C2C and you have everything. Oh, really? Which one? You have everything. I think I saw the after show party. Was it like in that venue? It was All Bar Freeland? 1, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, I was there with like Freeland, Matt Stell and them. Yeah. Caitlin Smith, I think, played that day. Well, you were on your own when I saw you. There was no yeah, I would have been alone with my band, but it's yeah. the same. Yeah, it's the same venue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, cheers to you. And then yourself, you are critically acclaimed and clinically insane. Yes, and a pathetic rock singer as well. Yes. With amazing fashion. Thank you. And just, I think honesty as well, because when I read your tweets and stuff. Sometimes I cry and sometimes I just <laughs> laugh out loud like you're sitting. That is the second you're time I've thought of your Twitter this week. Robin, I'm not kidding. Yeah, read her tweets, I'm seriously. Like, I'm a, I really love Twitter. Um, but something was happening where I would have like a funny tweet and it would get turned into a meme on Instagram and like be on like Insta single and like, you know, wow. today years old and like those ones. And they get it would get like a million likes and then people go to my Twitter and then they'd be like, Oh, you sing? And actually met a boyfriend because he DM'd me because he saw one of my memes and was like, anyways. But my wow. team was like, this is working really well for you, so maybe keep being on Twitter. <laughs> That's me. That's crazy. Based I, on pages you've interacted with, you might like, I'm high and I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm going to go to Kaylee first because you're the founding member of Song Suffragettes, mm -hmm. which um, I'm voice of a woman, which I kind of play all women's music because I just think awesome. women need more. I'm like the radio version of uh, so and I know you do I know I know a woman as well which is a similar thing to support women so I'm kind of making a question to you is how important is it now and has there been any change since you first started back in 2013 have you seen any change and what's been the most success that you've had since it started I think like I should know the numbers better but it's like 90 of the 300 and, oh you know these numbers Todd okay of the how many women who played songs ever got to sign publishing deals and record deals 380 have signed um I mean have played on the show 26 have signed record deals and 60 have signed publishing deals cheers to that cheers to I know that. um and I feel like there's probably people we're missing in those numbers too like 
And I just feel like well, I think Robin's a really good example because during the pandemic, the Nashville industry wasn't able to operate in the same like boring way they do, and they had to like go find people on the internet. And Robin had a viral song called F One Fifty that I like loved, and I slid in her DMs and was like, "So this was our first time meeting in person, but we've talked on the internet for a while." Yeah, um, like a year, honestly, I think. Um, but it, like Robin was making music in Canada, writing songs by herself. And the labels just like heard it. And so she hadn't even had the chance to be in Nashville and have people try to water her down. And so I think yeah. that that was like a big, Fair. you know, like, cause I mean, I, I went pure. through, oh, yes, I know, <laughs> pure and like untainted by the music industry at that yeah. point. <laughs> I'm sure it didn't take long for whatever. But anyways, like they changed, they were seeing that it was working and they didn't have to be like, oh, we took it to radio and like it didn't do this or like the numbers aren't great. It's like she had everything already done by the time that she signed her up. And I think that that's like a big change that happened. Um, I mean, I am feel a lot more comfortable saying my opinions on things politically, feminism wise, all of that than I did when we first started Song Suffragettes because like feminism was the other F word. Like it was when girls were still like, I don't know, like, I mean, like I support women's rights, but like, I don't know if like I'm like a feminist, which I've been guilty of doing. I was that girl, you know? And everyone. it was really scary in country music to do that. And so when we started Song Suffragettes, it was like, we had to kind of tame it down and now we don't. So that's a big, like, we've just yelled enough and, and seen enough women be successful that we can kind of get away with just being ourselves. So, but it took a lot of pissing people off to get to that point. I'm happy to be here. What now. do you think it is that makes it more difficult for women in country music or just women music in general? What? God, um, why <laughs> okay, so American sexism. Male. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah white 50-year-old. No. I think also women have been conditioned since they were young to pit each other against each other mm-hmm. and that if another woman has a power or a position of power that means she took it from you and I think we've been taught that our whole lives especially like with the beauty industry and very much in the music industry that it's taken women a while to be able to get on the same page and now that we are we're pissed and we're fiery and so we're together now so where's the anger gonna go it's not gonna go at other women it feels like the whole like you know who wore it best or oh she sounds like this person or yeah right all contributed to this culture where like you they like I don't know okay so one of my best friends is an artist and we had somebody in the music industry trying to pit us against each other in the most bizarre way possible I'm not even gonna give details because it's easy to figure out but anyways um and they were like oh Kaylee said this thing about you and oh uh this person said this thing about you Kaylee blah 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 and it was like because they knew that us together could see through the bullshit that was going on but they like wanted to like basically gaslight us out of liking each other so that they could continue to manipulate yeah and you still see it to today like if you look at um artists like dixie d'amelio and charlie d'amelio who are huge on tiktok and they're sisters and people will pit them against each other which is just wild because why would two sisters you know like they come from a family like a loving family and they say it all the time. They're my best friend. I love my sister. If she's successful, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And yet they still try to pit them together in today's society. So Well, and like the there was a while in America where Miranda and Carrie were like the only women being like getting to that stage once Taylor Swift left. Like there was a hot second and they still are like the only two women that are like at that level and have been for a decade. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um we're, I'm glad that we're seeing more superstars being created, like Kelsey and Casey, et cetera, et cetera, Marin. 
Um, but if Miranda and Carrie can be, so to speak, the only two women in country music, and they can be friends with each other, no one has an excuse. No yeah. one has an Like, they were friends this entire time. And I, they I work too, with each other. country music as well, you see it on the charts. It's, you know, so, like, it's the same women all the time, unless yeah. something goes viral, and then a label decides to you know, put money in their pocket. But like you said, the, it's, the hard work is already done. I think there's a big thing at the minute where, I don't know, like I personally feel women make better music because they have to and they don't get seen if not. And like every woman that I aspire to be like has had a voice and had something to say and has been, you know, out there and has kind of gotten through. But it's like they've made it a little bit easier for people coming up, but it's still... I don't think it's just in country music. I think it is in America and the way the radio system works. It's all political and it's just very hard to penetrate. And you see that, you know, mirrored on the charts where a guy can, any guy, I don't know them, but they can regurgitate the same old shit and it just be really average. And then you've got amazing fucking brilliant women, these three here, that have amazing songs that somehow... These 50-year-old white males are not shining a light on. Guess what? Because they can't relate to it. They don't know. They just know one model and how to... If you're not like that... I love dirt too. Yeah. And it's like, that's how it is. (laughs) But I would encourage people to still... You've seen a lot of women now, like you say, we're collectively together. And I think they're encouraged to be pitted up against each other. And what to your From the point. second we stop doing and it, and then it's like, no, the power that's why I created I Know Woman is because I wanted to create something where it's more opportunity, community, and support for women because it's lonely being a fucking female solo artist. And even when any artist, like you, it, it's just especially the mental health side and yep. what is expected of a modern day artist nowadays, I think. Is, is disgusting actually especially when you're signed because there's people with those jobs that should be supporting the art and um, you know I've got a lot to say on this obviously <laughs> but, um, no, you, you just took my name I'm retweeting I think from an outside perspective because I do live half here and half there I think it, to me it's so fucking dumb because I'm like we've got Radio 2 and Radio 1 they bo- mo- move quite quickly the playlists and then you've got something over there that can they literally know what song is going to go number one and they it can be a with each other and it's and it's people doing favors it's like this isn't even about art anymore this is not about talent this is nothing to do with talent and I think things like TikTok are great because you really get to um, see what the audience are connecting with. And that's something that no label, uh, no management can compete with because if the fans connect with the song. So it's really important to not dilute yourself and Mm -hmm. to keep telling your truth and be authentically, you know, be as authentic as possible because nobody's got power like you because you are you and you've got a story to tell. And the problem I think in Nashville is it's like, Oh, we know what model works. If you don't fit the frame, then okay, we don't know what to do with you. As if you can't just build a new frame. And that's a lot of what <laughs> I've experienced because I'm like, well, why does it work that way when it doesn't work that way here? Mm-hmm. And you know, and, the, and even the genre thing, it's like genres evolve over time and time again, but 
I've seen it with Hardy and now Mitchell Tempany where they're like, oh, it's like kind of heavy metal rock and they're allowed to do that. And if a girl yeah. puts an 808 beat in her music, it's like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Fuck you. Because yeah, you're not country. You know, what is country? That's what they'll tell you. What, what is country? And who gives country, a fuck? Country. It doesn't exist. It's, 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 I think country's different no matter who's kind of seen it's country because I think country is just at the heart of whoever's listening to it sometimes. Yeah, and I just think and it's just, like the truth. Yeah, oh, country music is just the truth. I lived between LA and Nashville, and I was in Nashville for nine years, and I like moved to LA over the summer. And um, when I play my songs in Nashville, everyone was like, "Well, you're not country enough." And I'm talking about the exact same song played in Nashville. People were like, "Oh, I love that. That's a rock song." And I was like, "Okay, okay, yeah, sure, it's a rock song." I go to LA and I play it, and one of my friends came up to me after my show and was like, "I love that you have like that twangy little country <laughs> song in your set." And I was like, "God." Like, just why don't you call it anything? It's it's perception, and I think that's like. Subjective. Well, look at Casey. She didn't kiss ass, and she didn't play ball, mm-hmm. and she yeah. ended up being really successful, at, you know, in Europe and all over the world because she just stuck to her, her art, and it was different. And I think that's something that women particularly have to stay true to yeah. because you cannot afford to walk yourself down because you're never going to be anybody else, even though that because. Even if you put out a song that they want or whoever and you don't connect to it, if it's a hit, you have to sing it every day. Do you know what I mean? People see through that, I think. uh, Yeah, they do see through it. Authenticity. I think it's really confusing, actually, if you don't have a a community, sorry, like song suffragettes as a woman because you're, like, trying to fit this mold that really doesn't exist because I personally don't believe, like... I think subconsciously a lot of people don't want women to succeed. I mean, sexism. Yes. We like just got rights. In In context of the history of the world, we just got rights in quotes. But it's just like... (laughs) You're like, oh, you had too much fun. I'm going to take it back. (laughs) I mean, it's just sad. And so I've I've just loved this community. I think it's so important. I think what you're doing, 20, is really important. And I think, yeah... I don't have over Hell hath no like, fury like a woman. So like you're a musician. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like I want to just be a musician. I'm so excited for the day that I get to just be a musician. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with being a woman musician. I love being a woman. Yeah. Like I just. The goalposts change all the time. Yeah. I think that's very hard, especially when you're young to navigate because you want to people please when you don't even know and you don't even know what you what your truth is yeah and I've just seen so many artists over the years you know like I'm pretty new to song suffragettes I only played it this year I knew about it but I think it's an amazing thing when like incredible things happen when women come together Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean they they really does and I think it's a society problem, especially mm-hmm. in America. I mean, you yeah. politically, what's going on with the, the world, world now? It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous that we're still having these types of conversations. And these men are going, well, you need to be this, you need to be that. When does art ever have any rules or any label? I believe in two genres, good music or bad music. End of. Preach. And that's even still subjective. It's sad that we have to have these yeah. conversations. Sorry, no, this is getting me fired up. Yeah, you're good. But it's because so, for me, music is music, whether you're yes. you know, black, white, man, woman. Exactly. You know, it moves people and it, it connects like nothing else mm-hmm. does. And I think that's what's most important for me about it. And totally. I just think it's sad that we have to have these 
conversations but we have to have these conversations because it still happens out there and women need more support and it's great when things like this happen and you all come together mm-hmm. to you know to promote mm-hmm. I, I would even say as well like coming from england i face sometimes like you know oh and i don't know whether you face this as well because you're from canada but like oh yeah no you don't really get it i'm like what like that's not country i mean i'm a gypsy and we grew up on the same kind of music and i believe that it's just about telling your truth and truth is a song is a great song like mm-hmm. you know acoustically it can change you can change like the the synths or the piano or the organ or whatever and it becomes a completely different style but a good song is a good song and i think let the song do the fucking talking mm-hmm. every time every time yeah every single time <laughs> speaking of songs doing the talking and in the spirit of bigging up artists um, I kind of want to go down the line and see what you kind of admire about the person sitting next to you. Mm-hmm. Twenty with Kaylee. Kaylee. Well, Kaylee is bad ass, especially. She's a bad bitch. <laughs> She's a bad bitch on that guitar. Let me tell you. And hey, here's what I love about this. Like, I'm a very confident on guitar. That's not really my thing. I like being like dancing or whatever. I'm much more of a performer. But, like, she's got my back. These girls have had my back this whole tour. I mean, it's only two days, but, <laughs> like... Um, and well, that's happened in two days. And she <laughs> is just amazing. And, like, one of her songs... What's the one with the... Spell my... Spell my name. Dirty, oh, movies. Dirty Movies. Dirty Movies. The porn song. Like, yeah, the porn song. <laughs> I think, like, I, I so respect, you. like, that kind of writing and to be, like, dare, daring to go outside the lines and completely tell your truth. I mean, when you hear it tonight, I hope you're going to play it. It's just fucking incredible and it's, like, a true artist and that's somebody that I really admire and respect because once you shine your own authentic light, you give permission to others to shine their light. And that's essentially what Song Suffragettes is doing, We're coming together, telling stories, supporting each other, mm-hmm. and trying to spread that message even further, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, she's a fucking, all of them are badasses. They're bad bitches. Bad, bad bitches. Okay, tell me how amazing I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a legitimate fan of Robin before we met, um, and slid in her DMs, and I was like, I don't know. Um, but I had seen um, her on TikTok and just like the way F-150 was blowing up and it was so like relatable and I'm not from Canada but I'm from like a bordering state of Canada so I relate to like the the backwoods of a cold place it, it breeds a certain type of woman you know what yeah, I mean because <laughs> it's like rural but also just snow and anyways um but I love your music I love how honest you are I love how sustainable your merch is uh Robin has some uh, merch that I think hopefully you do it again, but it's all recycled shirts that from thrift mm-hmm. shops, and they have oh. um, her bio and like face printed on them. That's so they're like screen printed shirts, but they're like really renewable, and it's so creative. And I saw that, and I was like, I'm going to copy her. I'm going to tell her first, and I'm going to give her credit. But it's so fucking smart. Yeah, I hope you copy me. Save the planet. It's yeah. so great. I'm um, hoping to start a trend. Not. You have. Yeah. yeah. No, it's amazing. And it's just like, you're always different. thinking out of the box. But I love your songs. I love how honest and conversational they are. And I really love that you write a lot of them by yourself. Because, you know, I love collaborating. But it's just important to remember that, like, you're the person who has the yeah. idea. And, like, you know, yeah. it's your perspective. 
people might help, but it always has to be your perspective. I'm also a bit of a people pleaser, so sometimes when I get in the room, I'm very, I just want them to be happy, but it's supposed <laughs> to be yeah. my art, so uh, mm-hmm. I find writing alone, I can just do whatever I want, yeah. <laughs> which is shitty, but it's, no, it's, not. it's very therapeutic, it's way no. easier for me. Also, the more street cred you get, the more people that you have to put on nights. So. Yeah. People don't boss Miranda Lambert around anymore. No? Good. No, God, I mean, I, no. mean, I would be personally yeah. scared to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Carter, Carter Faith. Oh, gosh. What to say, what to say. Um, Carter has a voice of an angel, and you feel every single thing that she sings, um, which is very hard to do because, like, from one song to another, like, everything, every inflection, every lyric, it's just like, so warm and so like sad at the same time almost in a way she makes you feel a lot of things um her songwriting is very dope and different than i think what a lot of people are doing it's um it's very storytelling and i listened to um let love be love her album a lot but i even remember i used to listen to her singles um like easy pill and sinners in a small town and i remember Seeing the title, Sinners in a Small Town, I was like, oh, another blonde country girl, because we have this weird thing in our souls that makes us not like other women right about. Yeah, we all, we have to fight it. We have to fight it. Ears, it's not just, you know? yeah. yeah, you have to, like, fight that urge. So I listened to it, and I was like, this, like, the songwriting was so amazing. And I was like, the balls to say that, too, because it was, you know, calling out people of power who get away with things, and Sinners in Small Towns how they, you know, what goes around never comes around. And I just thought, damn, this is what country music needs. So I'm so happy to be here next to Carter Faith. <laughs> You're iconic. I don't know. You. I feel like I was put on the spot. As Elizabeth Cook says, sometimes it takes balls to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Every time. Every day. Yeah. Um, Twenty. Uh, I just met you yesterday, but I feel like, well, I feel like anyone around you probably like just is affected by your spirit and your energy i just think you're like positive but not in like a like a stupid cat poster way (laughs) you know what i mean there's like middle schools in like a way where you're like fuck that you're amazing and i believe it when you tell me that and i think people when they hear your music believe it and feel that and want to join your club and (laughs) I think what you're doing is amazing. I know a woman is truly amazing and I don't know, makes me want to cry. It's just like, I just feel like you're the person a lot of people need in their life. Like, yeah. like if you tell You're, us not to be sad, sad. Yeah. We needed you last night so bad. Yeah. Oh my god. I was we all sad. Sat and around like, being You're not allowed to be sad and here's why. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck, all right. I'm I not think gonna be sad. All of us try to embody it and we do, but I definitely There's about, days. Because I'm, I'm specifically talking about Twinny. She is the embodiment of women empowering women. And Empowering people of color, LGBT, QIA plus, which I think is important to talk I mean, I about think too. Anyone other than a straight white man, you know. <laughs> or empowering, <laughs> empowering men to do their research and because mm. we can't do. We and can't, also empower women. We need men. We do. They're fifty percent or forty nine or whatever. <laughs> but you're doing great, sweetie. Thank you. No, oh, it's just oh. oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, on a, a, a positive you. note, I'll yeah. that. that was really cool. Um, what are you looking forward to most? 
it's your first time in UK. Yes. And your first time in UK. Not your first time, and you live in UK, so you well, you know UK. All three of us are living there first. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. um, Carter was wearing a $5.60 Versace dress that she got in the bins at yes. a charity shop in the US. Yes. Um, from the bins. <laughs> from the, really? Bins. Yeah. Um, Oh, this is a vintage Dolce Gabbana that I oh, yeah. kind of flipped in, but it was like, I didn't, it wasn't cheap. It wasn't in the bins. It's okay, it's still. Um, but we're really passionate about that, and I, like, again, like, I just love what Robin does with her merch, but um, we had a lot of fun, because it's just yeah. a whole different ball game when you're thrifting here, different brands, different, so I was ecstatic about that. Um, also, we had some fish and chips. Yeah, we um, did. Not me, I don't eat fish. Did you have the mushy peas along with the fish? <gasps> no, no. I don't Oh, like, that's, that, that's an English thing. Like We're fish. in Scotland. Mushy peas, yes. We need to go do that. Mushy peas. Is that what they're called? Well, they're like the in a kind of in a traditional great good fish and chip shop. Yeah. There always is the mushy peas. And when I say mushy peas, I mean mush. It's just like mush. Like basically but it looks mashed like potatoes, peas. but it's peas. Uh-huh, basically, yeah. yeah. With mint. <laughs> the ones yes. I had had mint. Yes, yeah. <laughs> what That's... are you looking forward to most this evening from like the audiences and stuff, last um, but not least? I think we have talked about this a lot with each other. The audience here across the pond <laughs> um, really listens and that is to say things to special. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like they're open, understanding people and they don't mm-hmm. judge you based on societal standards or anything. They're just like, what's your story? And we're happy to listen. And I think that can be hard to come by, um, especially as women, not as many people like to tell you to shut up and sing. And I think in the UK, they're down for a good laugh and they're down to listen. Mm-hmm. And they're also down for a story that they haven't heard before. And Someone they don't take themselves too soon. Yeah, they yeah. did tell us to shut up and sing last night, but it was in a funny way. Like, yeah. it was okay. It was because we were going off on tangents. Yeah, we basically like forgot we were just like, I don't care about your opinion, sing our song, girl. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm really, really looking forward to the show tonight. I cannot wait because I think you're all very talented thank and you're all right and I can't wait you. to see how it I think all... you're an extremely what? talented interviewer. Yes, thank, thank you. you very yeah, much. you just let us talk and that's how you get the stuff is just letting us Well, that's, like, I just, that's, the, that, well, that's, I think, interview, it's like chatting to people. Yes. It's like human to human and mm-hmm. it's, that's what it's all about. So how did you get into music? Who's your biggest inspiration? What's your favorite song? I'm like, I don't remember anybody I've ever met. I don't remember anyone who inspires me. I don't remember any yeah, songs. Yeah, in that moment, I've I don't never know how I got started. Song. In my life. Yeah. <laughs> I've never listened to one country song. Yeah. Well, it's fine for women, so like, and you kind of need to, I suppose, open ended and yeah. to see what. Like, yeah. What open ended. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's getting the experience. Like you hear the experience in the song, so yeah, yeah. kind of. You know, yeah, but thank you for doing what you do. Shining a light. For real. Yeah, we're excited for your time. I am so excited. I'm so excited for the show tonight. And we're so excited for Songs Suffragettes, you know, if you haven't a monthly show here in London. Yeah, did you know that? We're announcing it tonight. Don't worry. Every single month, there's going to be a monthly streaming. Yeah, we're announcing that tonight, so that's very, very special. It'll be every single month. And then on the first show, I'm not sure the date of, but there's like actually going to be like the U.S. song suffragette there, which will work out really well. It's going to be very fun. Yeah, I know. And it gives us an excuse to come back because we like know that at least someone will let us play. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. I was just so excited. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm just, well, I live in Ireland, so I kind of, 
my I don't go on sun holidays. I go on music holidays. So that's mm. what I do. Oh, come. nice! Yeah, that's I don't. Amazing. I don't. Um, um, so that just means I'll just have to go on more music holidays every month. That'd be great. <laughs> just once a month, I'll just I'll be moving on mine, and I'll be fine. 